Hey guys, this is Tebow, and welcome to the latest episode of my Tebow Music Weekly Podcast today, February 11th, 2020. Thanks a lot for tuning in. So each week I focus on some aspect of songwriting and the creative process so that we can hone in on key elements of that artistic journey, help you get the most out of that whole experience. Because we all have a story to tell, and my goal is to help motivate you to take that story to heart and really really share it by working your craft as diligently as possible so that the world can hear what you have to say. So let's get to it. So this week, I want to talk about the basic building blocks of modern popular music, our essential Lego collection for creating structure. And it's going to help us get from A to Z because many times as songwriters, we have this idea and it moves us and we're trying to go somewhere with it, but we get distracted you know, or maybe we lose focus, wondering where can I go with this this idea? And it remains just that, an idea. So instead of becoming a full song that you can get really excited about and ultimately share with the rest of the world, it just never gets there. So there's a twist to all this, of course, because for me, I am a firm believer in learning the rules in order to break them. That's fun, but in the best way possible. So by no means... Will I ever try to condescend you guys because we'll breeze through the straightforward stuff quickly, but then we'll get into some rule breaking and have some fun chopping it all up. So the building blocks of modern music, very straightforward. There are six main elements to consider. Intro, outro, verse, chorus, pre-chorus, bridge, right? Those are the main six. So verse and chorus, ironically, I want to start with not the intro. Okay, but instead, let's talk about the verse and the chorus. And the reason is simple, because there you are, right? You're driving around one day, just humming something random to yourself, uh, let's say. And suddenly this melody just pops into your head and you realize at that moment, you've, you've just come up with a, a new song idea. So you're humming away, maybe throwing in a few mumbled nonsensical lyrics. And it's starting to take shape, right? It's there. It's something tangible and you can... You can name some working, working title on it to give it some, you know, some structure, some something permanent in your head to remember it by. Maybe even record a clip on your phone. That's always handy. I've done that before. And it's a song in progress. Well, that idea or that clip of your future song that you just created, 99 times out of 100, the part you just came up with is either the future verse or the future chorus of that new song. Different example. Let's say you're on the guitar or piano or bass even, and you're just riffing away. You're having some fun. And this crazy progression happens. and You start banging away at it over and over. And you're like, wow, you're tweaking it a little bit as you go. And you're like, this is good. This is really good. I'm going to write this down. Or you, you know, record the clip to work on later. And once again, that riff or progression, it's almost always the basis of your future verse or chorus in that song. I've seen those become pre-chorus sometimes, uh, but more often than not, the seed of a new song that comes to us is almost always a melody that becomes the main verse or chorus. It's not a rule. It just, that's the way it usually happens. So understanding that, we're basically starting from the middle, even when you've come up with the idea. And the challenge becomes, how do you complete the song? So again, what I like to do for my own process, and this is just to speed things up, really, because I hate wasting valuable time if I can avoid it. 
I immediately go simple for purposes of structure, meaning that I take the basic idea and I play it repeatedly while imagining to myself, is this the most powerful part of the song? Or is it the more subdued kind of laid back part of the song? And the chorus is another version that needs more energy. And that helps me establish if I have just written the chorus or the verse. So here's a tip. If you're banging away at that idea full tilt, it's probably a chorus. If you're more laid back and thoughtful and you're thinking of story, it's probably a verse. So things can change. Of course, you're the songwriter. You can do whatever you want, right? But let's just say you find yourself leaning towards the idea being a chorus. Now you have a starting point. You basically come up with the hook of your song, the part that you're going to use as a highlight to make that song shine. So writing a verse that complements that chorus is very much like creating a more subdued counterpart that does a good job of putting sort of musical parentheses around the main idea. And here's where you can strip away the idea even more and write a a simplified version, knowing that there will be lyrics, dynamics, maybe a bit more subdued. It's the storytelling part, and it doesn't have to have the same intensity as your chorus. Quite the contrary. It It should contrast with your chorus so that when you get there, when you get to that chorus, it really stands out. All right, so pre-chorus is one of my total favorite building blocks because it's where you have so much potential to show off your songwriting skills. Pre-chorus is there to create movement. The music gets weird or even awkward, especially awkward. I love that because it's taking you somewhere. You're leaving the comfort of your verse, but you're not jumping into the chorus just yet, are you? You're you're in this sort of strange middle ground limbo, and it makes you it makes you want to get to that next part. Pre-chorus is meant to build tension or expectation, even to amplify emotion or uncertainty. So many options here. So as a starting point, you can use the verse as your guide. Maybe try alternating some majors for minors, mess around with sustained chords or arpeggios. If you're a fan of the circle of fifths, you go nuts, okay? But we're going to keep it simple for purposes of this podcast. You can even throw in a wacky passing chord that you've always just been dying to use. Make it fit. Make it feel similar to the verse, but with some sense of, huh? What? Where's this going? That's a good (laughs) pre-chorus. Okay, so now it's time to talk about building using these Lego pieces. All right, let's call this the building discussion part one. So with these three powerful elements in your pocket, and this is long before any lyrics have been established, by the way, or maybe you've got some, uh, you know, who knows? But before going any further, this is the perfect time to take those three building blocks, verse, pre-chorus, and chorus, and start making a simple arrangement just to test the waters a bit, okay? I recommend starting simple at first, just to get things done. So something like this, verse, pre-chorus. Verse, pre-chorus, chorus. Verse, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus. Okay, so just imagine that in your head. Strum that out. Hum your placeholder nonsensical lyrics. Let it sink in. Try and give it some nice dynamics in the verse to really get a sense of how that song could feel. Write down any crazy ideas that come to mind, too. That's so important. And all of this is happening while you know full well that you're following some very basic rules, specifically so that you can break them later on, which is the best part. So next week, I want to get into more detail about all of this. And we'll talk about those other building blocks of intro, outro, and bridge. 
and how those great tools can put your new song idea right up into the stratosphere. Okay, so enough about you. Let's talk about me. There are now five weekly videos being published on my YouTube channel, essentially breaking down the behind the scenes making of process of this all new original rock album that I'm making here in the project studio. So it's a new video basically starting each Wednesday for drums on Thursday for bass, Friday for guitars, should always play guitar on Friday. Saturday, a video focused on the vocals. Then Sunday is all about mixing and production with tips on how to put it all together. So each week you get a dedicated glimpse into each part of the journey as all of my new songs edge closer and closer to completion, which means that when everything is said and done, you and I are going to know each of these songs and this entire album inside and out from the ground up. So this past week was actually the inaugural five episodes of Tebow Music Behind the Scenes in this new format. And to cut my teeth on it, on the new format, uh, and the new drum room, <laughs> how much fun is it? I, I can't believe it. I see that every day, still tweaking everything, but what a sincere pleasure it is to be able to work in there now. Playing drums again after all these years is so fun. Anyway, so this last week I cut my teeth on the new format by adding drums to the podcast introduction music. I probably noticed. And with each of the subsequent videos, I went a bit in depth into what the song is all about. It's quite old, actually. Been around for years. I wrote it a long time ago. So each video goes into a bit more of depth about that particular track, which happens to be called Sonore, if you'd like to know. Fun little song with a Spanish flavor to it. Look forward to recording that one day. And of course, there's nothing holding me back now, is there? So anyway, be sure to check that out. All those videos from the past week on my YouTube channel. Just search for Tebow Music, all one word. And don't forget to subscribe. So next week's making of videos are focused almost entirely on the first song I wrote recently for this new rock album. It's called Bedroom Eyes. And it's an Eagles-inspired rocker, a cruising tune, as my good buddy JP might call it. And I'm very glad to have the chance now to really move ahead on this and all the other songs that are going to follow. It's kind of surreal. So it has been a good learning experience. There's a lot of shaking out the cobwebs going on, remembering how to control kick drum, tempo, respect dynamics, uh, knowing when to shut up to. So much going on now. And the first iteration of this new rocker is kind of like it's like a 25-year-old version of me is playing it. It's very funny <laughs> for me to listen to afterwards. The tempo is too fast. Everything is really high energy. Go, go, go. <laughs> but I, I had a blast. I mean, I really had a blast. And I learned a lot of lessons. Plus, if I'm being totally honest, I got freaking smashed on that first Friday night of recording. <laughs> I drank the whole bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. I was so emotional being on drums again, putting down electric rhythm guitar. Ah, it feels like forever. Anyway. So because it has been forever since I tracked originals, really, that's what the truth is. But it's all just history now because the machine is back up and running. And guys, watch out because it's on. It is on. There is no stopping me now. So be sure to check out this coming week of behind the scenes videos on my YouTube channel, you know, for all the gory details. All right. So it's time to wrap this up. And again, thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Be sure to check in every week for a brand new episode of this Tebow Music Weekly podcast. And remember... Your creativity, it really matters. It really matters. Don't lock it up. Get it out there. Let the world hear you. Wear your passion 
every single place that you go. I'm Tebow. I'll catch you in the next episode, guys. 